0: Welcome to the Dead Arm Dynasty podcast, where we try to give a refreshingly candid take on the long-term fantasy value of football players throughout college and the NFL for all you Debbie League, Campus DeCanton, and Dynasty fantasy football managers. We're just three friends who spend all our time talking fantasy anyway, so we figured why not get a few mics and capture our conversations. My name's Rick, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Josh Pecoraro and Jacob Ellis, a.k.a. Jealous, Welcome back to the Dead Arm Dynasty podcast. We are back uh, here uh, on Sunday evening after week one of football action. Uh, it was a, an eventful day and also at times pretty gross and uneventful. Um, any uh, initial reactions from what you saw today, Joe? It looks pretty ugly in week one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if we're talking about... You know, so the game that I said was the one that I was least looking forward to was Bengals Vikings. That was probably the best game of the day. That's the one that went into O T and the Bengals kicked a game winning field goal with five seconds left in overtime. Yeah. Yeah, that one definitely Burrow was way looked, more eventful. Burrow looked really good. Uh Kirk Cousins actually put up some sweet numbers. Yeah, Chase Jamar Chase had he Ch- actually cheese.
2: Like, Five for 101 with a touchdown. Like, like where the hell did that come that's, from?
1: That's what he was supposed to be coming out of the draft, and he exhibited 0% of that ability in the preseason. But he, yeah. maybe, and maybe it was because he had Ryan Finley or whoever the hell the backups are in San Si. In to him. Brandon Allen. Uh, so he looked really good. Joe Mixon yeah. got hurt early but came back. So, not an injury concern there, but that was maybe the most exciting game of the day. The most depressing game of the day was uh, (laughs) as a a Packer fan here. And Josh can, Josh can, uh, was it though? I think Josh can (laughs) will object to this, but was the Packers lost by 35. It was the blowout of the week. Like, are you kidding me? To the Saints. highlight
2: of the day however i'm just gonna preface our listeners right now we are recording pre-bears games so i haven't That's quite true. hit the
1: low yet in the day today <laughs> i'm on uh I'm, I'm riding on a so high josh right is now, feeling so. real good so we got josh yeah. feeling great i'm feeling you bet i also lost uh all of my bets today <laughs> so i'm over for 4 today thank goodness i went two for three on the thursday night game so I didn't go over for 7. Uh, however, that doesn't make me feel any better about my results today. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go and uh, I'm going to have to go pay up my my bookie tomorrow or Tuesday. I've reached my limits. It's legal, legal betting, Joe. Yes. 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 My legal, my legal bookie <laughs> uh, where it's, it's all uh, not under the table cash transactions for sure uh yes that yes. boy <laughs> hope that clears everything up we're turn for the worst all right let's
0: uh <laughs> let's move on from that uh good idea yes uh so th- there were a ton of injuries today but we're going to get into those as we kind of run through the games uh get the get the breakdown of each kind of the main surprises takeaways whatever uh let's let's start at, at thursday night dallas and tampa I think that that game went exactly how we all said it was going to. I don't. I haven't listened back to double check what we said, but um, high <laughs> high scoring game where Tampa wins close. Exactly what we said every Dallas game was going to be. Uh, Dak looked great, just like he was supposed to. Amari Cooper, outstanding. Uh, C.D. Lamb made some mistakes, but came away with great numbers anyway. Uh, Michael Gallup got hurt. He's going to be out for five-ish weeks. I think I they said 3 right. to
1: I think it was 3 to 5 is what three I saw okay. but he but he did um, look really good. He did look good. Uh yeah. you know with Agreed. his his three catches before he was uh before he was exited. My,
2: my biggest takeaway with Gallup too was on all their two wide receiver sets. He was there too. CeeDee Lamb wasn't even on the field. I had CeeDee Lamb in one of our leagues that you guys are both in and I was Yelling at the TV, like, why the fuck isn't he in the game right now? And it was Gallup, but Gallup was getting targeted by Dak, and that just kind of took me by surprise. But with Gallup out, I expect CD to be in there now. So CD mm-hmm. went, had seven catches out of 15, which isn't great, but he had over 100 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, you expect him to have a little bit more catches, maybe even a couple more targets there. And yeah, I think you're very comfortable playing him as your wide receiver one for the next few weeks, at least with Cal about. Yeah.
1: I think what yeah. I think my, my, my takeaway, from at least from the Cowboys, is that Amari seems to be that he, given that on those two receiver sets and CD, a lot of the times wasn't out there, Amari was out there, and obviously him and Dak do have that rapport. So I feel like Amari's going to be the Cowboys wide receiver one at least... For the first half of this season, yeah, I think that seems. He fair. looked good. He looked. Yeah. I mean, thirteen receptions. There was no shortage of targets. Um, Zeke. How was about b- our. Uh, oh, go ahead, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ze- Zeke was uh,
0: Zeke was bad. Um, not efficient. Not a ton of carries. Mostly game scripted out of this. Only came away with thirty three yards, no touchdowns, and two receptions for six yards. That's not great, and. Uh, my concern, and this is the reason that I didn't draft him anywhere, is that he is going to be game-scripted out of a lot of games. Um, there's going to be a lot of high-scoring Dallas games, and I think it's going to be through the air. Are you guys concerned about Zeke? Going to-
2: My... My personal take on it is if you drafted Zeke this year, I wouldn't say panic yet. However, if it's a dynasty format and you have him, I'd wait for his first good game and I think I'd bail ship. I'd try and trade him for as much value as you can get out of him and then just kind of cut your losses there. Even if this, if he does turn it around and has a great season, I just based on how much Tony Pollard was involved, I Mm -hmm. can't really trust Zeke Elliott this year and I I think you just kind of ride with it what you can wait for the very first good game from him and then just kind of see what you can get obviously don't trade him low but try and get as much value as you can out of him that's just what I would do I didn't draft him anywhere but just looking at it he he showed some burst he was really game scripted out like you had touched on Eric but and the Buccaneers have a great front seven so I wouldn't necessarily judge his full-on season from that one game, but I I think his best days are behind him.
1: Yeah. Pollard, yep. I mean, and, and just really quick, Pollard looked explosive, which Zeke did not. Pollard looked like, I, I'm not going to say that Pollard's going to be their RB1 or anything like that, but I could see them getting, they're going to continue to get Pollard more involved in the game plan, especially given that McCarthy loves how much he loves to throw the ball. Pollard's, at this point, it, he seemed to be the most, the more, uh, you know, explosive receiving back. That's about all I've got for, at least on the Cowboys. Yeah. The sir. only
2: other. Oh, go ahead, Aaron. Nope, you <laughs> <Sorry>. go.
1: <laughs> um, I was just going to say the only other
2: question I have from this game for me is are you guys in or out on Antonio Brown and Gronkowski? I mean, Brown is 5 for 121 and 1, and Gronkowski was. Eight target or eight catches, ninety yards, two touchdowns. Is that just kind of a, an anomaly, or do you guys think that this is something that they could put up year round?
0: I, I absolutely am in on on Gronk. I, I mean, you're not going to expect two touchdowns a week, but he's going to yeah. continue to get targets. He's going to continue to be a red zone threat like he always has been for Tom. Um, and I refuse to acknowledge any success that Antonio yeah, Brown no, has. Yeah, no, I
2: he's a podcast favorite, but I, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> No, I, I got, I got, I agree with Rick uh, wholeheartedly on that one. And uh, running backs were bad
0: uh, for Tampa. Yeah, uh, Rojo I had, him. I think,
1: negative points. <laughs> so
0: did he have a, he must have had a fumble. Then he had some <laughs> yards. Yeah,
1: yeah, he had a couple of yards.
0: but
2: I think the, he
1: did have a fumble. So yeah, couple he picks. got in
2: the Bruce Arians uh, Bruce for doghouse
1: for a bit. and then and, oh, and Gio Bernard know. is the one that emerged at the end of the game. So <clears> a, okay, a, for passing work, so. Yeah, he had on. zero rushes, so that's
2: all passing. Uh,
0: let's move on. Uh, th- this next one was expected to be a dog shit game, and turned out a little more interesting. Still pretty dog shit, but uh, Texans Jags. Um, my takeaways here. Urban Meyer is going to be horrible in the NFL. I actually overestimated. <laughs> I to fuck out, Urban. <laughs> I, I overestimated Urban Meyer's, Urban Meyer's ability in the NFL, and I didn't give him any credit at all. Turns out he's actually a detriment to the team. Um, and I think that it's going to be a total disaster as long as he continues to coach. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was not great. He put up some numbers because he was given a ton of attempts. They didn't start running the ball until it was way too late to do that. And. Receivers that happened to score, DJ Chark and Marvin Jones, that seems to make sense. Chanel had a pretty solid game. Otherwise, uh, James Robinson was mostly quiet because Urban's an idiot. Uh, Any other takeaways on the Jags side of the ball?
2: I mean, yeah, like you touched on, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he had 332 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions, and I... I'll be honest with our listeners. I was out on the golf course most of the day, so a lot of my research today was via the phone and uh, research here. But, uh, I mean, shit, James Robinson was one of the top five running backs in all of football last year, and you gave him five carries, and he had 25 yards, so it's pretty solid efficiency's uh, yards there. to carry there. Yeah, efficiency's there, and they just kind of avoided that. And they started off the game not even running the ball at all. They just started passing, and – yeah, I mean, DJ Charke, like you touched on it, ended up having a great game. Three catches for 86 yards and a touchdown, but that was on 12 targets. Yeah, that's so, not good. I mean, that's not, uh, not great, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, LaVisca Chenault, I mean, seven catches for 50 yards. I mean, he had seven catches on nine targets. So, I mean, that's that's pretty solid. Marvin Jones had a decent day, too. Five, nine for 77 and a touchdown. But, yeah, I, I'm concerned with Urban Meyer right now. And, like, you had touched on, Eric. I mean, you lost to houston this was a game that a lot of people thought was a win for jacksonville which (laughs) i mean that's not a great not a great loss today it's not like you lost to the chiefs yeah this is bad anybody else like that i mean this is this is a low i mean this is one that they thought they had in the books and I'd be hesitant, especially James Robinson was somebody that you thought you could fire up today and have a good day from. And I'd be hesitant right now with the way Urban Myers is running his offense to play any Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Heard that. Jell, uh, <laughs> any thoughts there? You want to move on to the exciting Texans that we will have some <laughs> – not, not a lot I of mean, big takeaways from. I <laughs> mean, the only relevant
1: player, Brandon Cooks, he did have 120-some yards for – 32. 100, what was it? 132 132 for the Texans that's the only player that we mentioned on the Texans in the in our week one preview pod and he had a sweet day so yep he was the only one that really mattered there exactly
0: uh Mark Ingram was horribly inefficient and shocker Phillip by PC. the way
1: like I mean Philip were you expecting efficiency from him at this point what is I he was like 45 <laughs>
0: uh yeah that uh not good out of him and Philip Lindsay was also inefficient. Both came away with touchdowns anyway because the Jags are bad. Uh let's move on. Um let's see. Next we got the Bolts and the football team. I will never get used to saying that. Uh <laughs> on the Chargers side of the ball, I mean they're going up against good defense and Jell, you were kinda kinda right on this one. Um it wasn't a pretty win for them, but they did get the win. Herbert was fine. Uh only one touchdown passing, so not a great fantasy day, but um, not reason for concern. Eckler was pretty inefficient, but scored a touchdown that's expected against the Washington football team's line. Um, otherwise, yeah, Keenan Allen did his thing. Mike Williams had a pretty big day. Mike Williams is, had, something... Mike
1: Williams is it has to be the the high point of today for them in terms of uh, in, in, I guess in terms of just. I wouldn't say like an out or a breakout game or anything Unexpected, like that, but perhaps. he he outperformed his projections because he didn't get hurt. That's true. He played the <laughs> whole game. A, maybe that's all it he, takes. Full game, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, that might be all it takes.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, as long as he stays healthy, there's potential. And that's a sweet. Uh,
1: that's a, that's a for a wide receiver too on on LA. It's yeah, a badass wide receiver too.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's a the quite journal. a tandem. When Do you they're like both to healthy.
2: see. Eckler came into the game questionable. He had a couple practices this week. He was working on the sidelines and got 15 carries. So, I mean, you'd like to see that. The yardage wasn't there, but like you had touched on, I mean, Washington has a, just a great front four. So, I mean, that we talked about it in our last pod that you shouldn't expect a ton from him just with how great that offense was. So, I think the biggest takeaway for me was – we talked about the last podcast with the tight end situation from the Chargers and you had Jared Cook for five targets for 56 yards and Donald Parham Jr was targeted once and no catches so it's clearly Jared Cook right now for the immediate future so just kind of just yeah disregard Parham for a bit.
0: Yeah, preview to uh, our dynasty league I will be dropping Parham sometime in this week uh, I'm so glad because I
2: almost I almost picked him up Eric and I was I I looked at that for like five minutes before bed <laughs> on Wednesday night and I was like I just don't have anybody to drop right now and then I woke up and you picked him up and I was kind of cussing under my breath but I'm glad I didn't drop anybody off my team right now yeah so. you can have them in a couple days if you want
0: uh,
2: on the uh
0: football team side of the field whatever that fucking means uh <laughs> <laughs> ryan fitzpatrick broke his hip or something so he's done <laughs> uh, so uh taylor heineke is back at the helm we will see if they actually roll with heineke all season or if they don't want to throw away the season and they go try to acquire a quarterback from someone uh that'll be nick Foles. <laughs> nick Foles, drew lock Nine. who knows uh, <laughs> you just want
1: to try to get picks i mean I, I, I which is fine maybe they go after Jimmy yeah. g speaking
2: of the bears just highlighting everybody right now I did not expect much because the entire nbc crew went the los angeles rams shocker so. there
0: yeah i uh, so shocked <laughs> yeah um back to back to washington uh yes gibson did his thing except that he didn't score a touchdown that was the only problem there uh, Terry yeah. McLaurin had a very standard, uh, quiet McLaurin day of four for 62. Not bad, but not great. Um, that's mostly the nature of Taylor Heineke playing at quarterback for most of this game. And besides that, Logan Thomas had a touchdown. Yeah, baby. And not not a whole lot else happened here. Um, yeah.
2: I think one of the big takeaways for me, too, with Gibson, like you had touched on him, he had 20 carries and then... Everybody was talking about the CMC comparison this offseason. And granted, the passing game for the running backs wasn't great, but you had five targets for Gibson. He caught three of them. And JD McKissick only had one target. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah, yeah. was going to me say. That's is pretty like the, big. the
1: workload for Gibson is clear. He's going to get yeah. a lot of work this year. And that's a, that's yeah. a, for a running back, that's all you can ask for. Yep. The
2: Chargers are no slouch on defense, so I, I think you fire up Gibson. I mean, he's locked into your
1: lineup. and not, Derwin James like is last back. Season That's a big make... deal mm-hmm. for that defense, especially yeah, defense is good. especially against running backs because he's going to, a lot of times, if he's not blitzing, he could be, like, if he's if he's playing in the box, he's going to be the guy covering the running back, Antonio Gibson, when he's going out for passing. Or if he's and if he's playing in the box, he's gonna be a huge weapon for the you know, making those tackles on a on a run play. So that's huge having Derwin James back for LA, and he makes a big difference on that whole defense. Yes, sir, he does.
0: Uh let's let's bounce it to the next one here. Uh Seahawks Colts. The uh, Colts supposedly stout defense uh was just torched by Russell Wilson being hyper efficient. Ricky. Uh, Gerald, Everett. Uh, Gerald Everett scored. <laughs> Gerald Everett scored in his first game as a Seahawk. I w- when I saw it happen, I was like, "Well, of course he did. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, buddy. Perfect sense. Um, yeah." Wilson By the had way, four he touchdowns. was wide
1: open. He, I think he just ran us. Yeah. he just ran like a nice slant or a, or yeah. a drag route, wide open. I yeah, and yep. and he was able to do that because he's got he's got speed for a tight end. He's an athletic freak. So yeah, he was yeah, able he to is. get away from likely a linebacker covering him and wide open. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Hell uh, yeah, man. The, re-
0: the rest of this, uh, I'm gonna punch you through the <laughs> laptop. Uh, the, re- <laughs> the rest of this uh, game went exactly to script. Tyler Lockett, hundred yards, two touchdowns. DK Metcalf, yeah, my,
2: my flex wide receiver, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, bet you uh, DK
0: sixty and one. <laughs> Uh, Chris Carson, ninety-one yards. Everybody was efficient with what they were given. That is yep. what you expect from the Seahawks when they don't listen to Pete Carroll. Uh, the Colts side of the ball. <laughs> we've got love, uh, that. love that
2: dig, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we've got uh, Carson Wentz in his debut. Yeah, yeah, 250, wasn't bad. Two fifty and two. That's fine. Yeah, no no picks. Respectable. Um, Jonathan Taylor, pretty quiet here. Seventeen for fifty-six, but that's because they were getting shit on by the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to... 17
2: carries is still,
1: like... It's it, good workload. It's encouraging that
2: he's I still was, getting
1: that kind of a workload. Well, and yeah. My
2: biggest takeaway with that, too, is that he was targeted seven times in the passing game. He had six catches for 60 yards. I yeah. mean, that's fantastic. That's big I time. Mean, especially with Naheem Hines there just signing in an extension. And Hines, did like, all, and Hines also
1: contributed,
0: too. He did. Yeah, he had six catches. Those two himself. were their leading receivers, which is... Yep. I don't know that's, how to feel about uh, that. I think
2: the biggest... That's the biggest takeaway though too is that Carson Martin Wentz Mack, is afraid to throw. It Mack field. wasn't a thing. He was not a thing to Oh, that's a good all. point. So yeah. It's it's a two running back two running back system there.
0: My uh, frustrating takeaway is that Carson Wentz is incapable of throwing it more than 10 yards downfield. So that is bad for guys like Pittman
1: who I have been excited about. Um, yeah. I, so and, we will and, see and how that shakes out. I thought that I thought that Wentz coming on, you know, I thought that Wentz coming over here back with Frank Reich when he had his you know MVP caliber season in Philly. I thought that they were gonna be able to, you know, I thought he'd go back to the Carson Wentz of old, but he still, right. I don't know if he's just kind of like iffy about that ankle and he's not willing to take any shots downfield and risk, you know, somebody hitting that ankle or that or his foot. I guess. Uh, some I, I don't know. I was th- I was expecting more downfield action. It seemed like they had yeah. less downfield action than the weak ass noodle arm of Philip Rivers from last Phillip. year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Philip was at Rivers. least giving it a hundred percent. Like he was at least says. trying.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll see in these in these coming weeks if uh, Carson can shake it off. Maybe it's just injury stuff that is making him question himself. Uh, moving on though. We got uh, Jets-Panthers. This one did not go the way I thought it would. Uh, mostly it was really ugly and bad. Um,
2: Darnold got his revenge game, Dar- though. Darnold he, did, he got uh, the
0: W. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Darnold got his his W, even though it was not pretty. Um, no. He had a very ho-hum game of 280 and 1. Uh, McCaffrey looks like himself, except that he didn't score any touchdowns. Just terrible. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Just terrible. I mean, 170 yards, no touchdowns. I mean, fucking. A. By his standards, that's, overall pick. That's a that's depressing terrible. line for him. Just terrible. Uh, throw him, Yeah, DJ. yeah. At this point, yeah. you might as well cut release him. him. Just cut him. Yeah, just release him. Especially in leagues that the three of us are in. Just yeah,
0: just cut <laughs> please. Types. Yeah, um, that's a that's a great point. Um, DJ Moore was solid. Robbie Anderson had one catch, but it was for 57 and a touchdown, which is Which is style. what
1: he does. Yeah, that's, that's, that's on that's brand. That's your start of the week, Rick. Yeah, I, I <laughs> rolled with it. And at, least it you only, got the, at least you got the teddy.
0: It only barely yeah. paid off.
2: Uh, we'll talk about that later in the week, but I yes. think uh, Ricky's kicking all of our asses right now. Which is shocking, <laughs> given I don't know how bad oh, of a yes. bunch yes. i have picked <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, otherwise, uh, Jets' side of the ball. Uh, NFL.com is cutting off the quarterback stats. Can one of you
1: fill me in on what? Uh, yeah, Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach did? Wilson he was, he was 250 tall in
2: his, 250, yeah. two, two fifty two and something. Two fifty two one. Two,
1: both to Corey Davis. And okay. so that makes and and if you watched any preseason with Zach Wilson, which most of you probably hadn't, <laughs> but um, Corey Davis was his clear number one target in the preseason, yeah. and he mm-hmm. showed that. That's gonna probably be his number one target throughout the year. So if, yep. if Corey Davis Definitely. might be think, might be a worthy starter, we'll I have to we'll have to most, see. But he looked. I mean, obviously, seems to be, still be Zach Wilson's number one target.
2: I think one of the most shocking stats of the game was the fact that everybody knew that. Um, oh man, what Lincoln here? <laughs> yeah, no. uh. Slot receiver. uh um, well, Elijah Moore?
0: Braxton Berrios? No. Who'd Elijah? you say? Uh, Mo? Jamison Crowder? No,
2: no, no, no. Crowder. Crowder. Crowder was out due to COVID. Elijah Moore stepped in. One catch, negative three yards. So that would have been probably like a bubble screen or him something. They tried in right with him to right there. Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah. Everybody thought that that was going to be uh, kind of a breakout game. He'd have his chance to show what he can do here. And just to, the fact that he was... I mean, he was targeted four times, one catch for negative three yards. That's that's big. It's not and, great. Uh, Zach Wilson also was sacked six times. So
0: getting that off also to a, a little uh, bit questionable, wow.
2: but I mean, it's a rookie rookie quarterback.
1: that's so a Kyler that's Murray expected. type start of the it's year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised by that. Be, I mean, I, I, I guess that that co- the Panthers uh, D line two years ago they did was go Kiechle back two two drafts ago. The card? <laughs> did I say the cards? Panthers uh did take (laughs) with all seven of their nfl uh, with all seven of their draft picks they did draft all defense so i could see now in their second year maybe that whole defense is gonna take a jump something to consider i suppose uh for for anybody you know for quarterbacks playing against carolina but We'll have to um, we'll have to we'll have to look at that closer at you know another time. But maybe that had something to do with the Jets' struggles, and also again rookie quarterback and no run game. Run game was atrocious. Uh,
0: yes, I do want to call out. Like ten episodes ago, I said, "Just when you need him, Braxton Barrios will be there for you." The, you betcha. The, he, Good call Ricky. Yeah, he uh, he did come through just barely uh, with a nice little five for fifty-one. That's that desperation play. If you absolutely have to have it someday, five receptions. Um, in he'll, a PPR,
1: that's a big deal.
0: Yep. Seven targets. Yep. Yeah, he will. Uh, he'll be around. Um, let's uh, let's move it on to what we alluded to—the most exciting game of the week so far: Vikings Bengals. Um, <laughs> let's start on the Bengals side because we kind of started there already. Jamar Chase, good day. Uh, T. Higgins, also good day. Sixty yards and a touchdown. Joe Burrow didn't throw any picks. Efficient.
1: Very very efficient day from good Burrow. Stuff. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mixon, ton of work. Yeah, uh, that's wow. the biggest
2: takeaway. I think is that he's if you have him, you play him every week because the workload is there. Thirty three I mean, touches. Nobody, yeah,
0: touchdown. It's, good stuff out of yeah. Mixon. Uh, Buck
2: twenty seven and one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> rushing and yeah. then another twenty three receivers. Yeah, and that that also um, includes
1: he was down for a second, at least for a little bit, had to come out of the game for a while. Uh, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, injury was not serious. It was probably just a singer of some sort, uh, but came in and still performed well. I mean, like we said, I, like we have been saying, Mixon can function as an RB one when he's healthy. Yep. So that's, that's the big takeaway. It's it's pretty much exactly what we said.
2: Yep. Quick shout out to sleeper bot too, for, uh, scaring the fuck out of everybody (laughs) saying he was down and just throwing everybody into panic to only have him come back into the game and put up a awesome fantasy day. So yeah. congratulations Shocker. sleeper.
0: Uh Tyler Boyd pretty quiet today, but we'll see how things progress there. Um over to the Vikings side of the ball. Kirkie, not a bad day. Uh three fifty one and two, pretty solid. Uh Dalvin Cook, pretty quiet. Sixty one yards and a touchdown. Forty three in the air, but by his standards, that's a pretty slow day.
1: Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, Not- I, I I, feel like that has to do with the way that the game kind of, like, figured yeah. itself out. Because the Bengals came out kind of on fire. I I mean, Chase obviously had a sweet day. T had a, you know, he had his touchdown. Mixon had a sweet day. So I feel like, and, and if Kirk is throwing the ball, is, is throwing for 350 yards, what are you going to expect out of Dalvin? Right. You know, so I I, I don't think that that's necessarily something that we need to. We don't, I don't think we need to think that Dalvin's going to have a slow, you know, week two, week three. It won't be a season problem. It'll just be this week. Yeah. I mean, Um, and and at least he got you that touchdown if you started him. So, yep.
0: Um, Receivers did what you thought. Justin Jefferson, 70 yards. Thielen, 90 and two touchdowns. Um,
2: everybody thought KJ Osborne would have seven catches for 76 yards for sure (laughs) yeah
0: I can't wait to see everybody rush to the waiver wire to pick up KJ Osborne this this week
2: this is just so everybody knows we're live right now recording during the Bears game the red (laughs) rifle is on the field baby let's do this
1: (laughs)
0: beautiful
1: i they they i feel like they really the bears really screwed themselves when they sent out that tweet of Dalton as qb1 Dumb. if they wouldn't have done that they could have totally hey. started fields hey he's one for one for 4 yards dude lock it in big time <laughs> oh, qb1 oh oh is that mongo look at that shit Montgomery right, going Ricky. off okay
2: Ricky, on to the uh, cardinals those, yep.
0: titans game <laughs> Uh, what
2: the fuck happened to the Titans? Yeah, Titans this year? did not That's look all good. I have to say. Let's
0: start on that side of the ball. Um, Tannehill, two hundred, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown, and a pick. <laughs> uh, so you know it worked out fine for fantasy for him, but uh, not uh, what you were banking on. Derrick Henry, shit his pants. Jealous. You are not happy about that.
1: So this is a for me an immediate downgrade not severe but an immediate downgrade on derrick henry for the rest of this year not that you're not gonna start him or anything like that but he definitely drops out of that top tier of backs for me given that this titan's defense is still dog shit it's it's gotta be worse and when they fall behind early you can't just run the ball with henry it's shocking yeah, to me, given that, that they have Mike Vrabel as their as their head coach. You'd think that that's the side of the ball. The defense would be the side of the ball that they would be excellent on, and they they <laughs> their defense blows again, and they're trying to figure out basically a new offense because they lost their offensive coordinator.
0: hmm. Yeah. Wasn't uh, wasn't pretty. Just like we all thought, Jester Rogers was the leading receiver. Um, just kidding. Uh, behind him, though, <laughs> uh, AJ Brown went fifty and one. So you know that's fine. But he continues his streak of having a touchdown like every time he's on the field. Uh, and Julio Jones was quiet. Uh, but that is, we're gonna have to wait and see how the Titans progress. As the season goes on, because I think Josh not... has
1: something to chime in on here, real quick. I no, I was just gonna say I've got the Bears game on in
2: the background, and I called this earlier in a couple episodes ago. Justin Fields saw the field in the red zone through a pass completion. Andy Dalton's back, just on pulled him out. One,
1: but oh, but oh my there's gosh. a
2: little. Uh... Yeah, no, it's Bears are ready to score. Let's do this, baby. Come on! Oh, <laughs> Josh, anything on this on,
1: on this Arizona Yeah. Tyler Murray
2: No, what I'll say with this is the fact that Jell, how are you feeling about your uh this be a nice segue <laughs> this will be a nice segue, Rick, to our next game that you can jump into, but I'm just curious. On how the both of you actually, since you pulled uh, Benedict Arnold here and uh, jumped on the uh, Josh Allen train versus Kyler Murray, because Kyler had a fairly decent game today, and I mean it's this game was nuts. I mean we didn't I didn't see the Titans losing by that much. I thought this was going to be a Titans runaway, and Arizona actually looked halfway decent today. Kyler yeah. Murray had a fantastic day, and it yeah, I mean Chase Edmonds even was. Decent, involved in the passing game. I mean, it wasn't great for touchdown or anything like that, but I mean, Kyler was spreading the ball around. Hopkins had two touchdowns. It was it was a good day for the Cardinals. Yeah, I,
0: Kyler was great, and you know, just to just to be clear, my transition to the Josh Allen side is because of his longevity in the league. Yeah, uh, no, not I, his I just like one throwing ability. you under the bus. Yes, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, Kyler, Kyler looked great, uh, which is fantastic. I love watching him play. He plays. Pretty different from most guys out there. Uh, Hopkins, awesome. Kirk, two touchdowns. Uh, running game, pretty quiet for the Cardinals. Uh, but that's no. that's all right. They were dominant through the air, and if that's what they want to do. Uh, Edmonds came away with four receptions for 43 yards, which adding to his 63 rushing gives him a pretty good day.
1: Uh, Ultimately, Connor, does that surprise you with the Kings Cliff Kingsbury offense that, you know, coming from Texas Tech, likes the air raid? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, they did run it 16 times with James Conner. It was not efficient, but they did do it, so that's at least something to monitor. That's, as far more,
1: as, touches, or that's more on the ground than what uh, Edmonds got. It is. It is more rushes. Yeah, I think
2: that's the biggest takeaway from this is that I. It's as far as rushing goes, it's a committee. I mean, Conner had 16 carries. Edmonds had 12. Uh, so that kind of tells you right there. Edmonds is going to be more involved in the passing game, but mm-hmm. it's – yeah. Yeah, it looks like they're making kind James countering. the
0: uh uh ground only kind of a running back, which, you know, yep. that's probably how them. it should be. Yeah,
1: Esmonds is probably better at receiving right now. That catch, um, by the way, D hop had a sweet catch at the back of the end zone where he had to reach way the bleep back and do like a nice sweet toe tap.
2: I mean, this is an adult podcast. You can say, way
1: the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Josh is going to take the lead on that. <laughs> That's right. We got that explicit tag. Correct. Yep. Uh, all, right.
0: all right. As Josh alluded to, uh, onto the Bills Steelers game. Uh, yeah. We uh, Josh Allen was, you know, relatively quiet, 270 and one, no picks. Uh, he, f- he did run for 44. That's pretty nice. Uh Devin Singletary, 70 yards. Don't even bother. I don't care if it was efficient, it doesn't matter. Um uh, do you guys have any hope for Devin Singletary or is this just a don't even
1: think about it? Not not no, to I'm, not I'm to out. start him now. I, I mean I, just Zach to roster Moss, him. Zach Moss was a healthy scratch, which makes Which is shocking. Which yeah, yeah. So that that just puts Devin Singletary as the clear number one back. Yeah. But a not you know, valuable and, and one. I, from what I saw in that game, they still, you know, they, the few, they tried to feed Singletary a little bit, but he was far from impressive. Just like he, just you know, standard for his entire career. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I I'm you know, if you want to roster Singletary, fine, but don't think that you need to force him into your lineup. Absolutely. Yeah, please don't. Uh, unless you're playing me. Um <laughs> Stefan Diggs,
0: 70 yards, pretty quiet for him, but he was still the leading receiver. Nine receptions, which is nice. Um Cole Beasley is an asshole. Uh Gabe Davis, two for four touchdown. Fucking David. Davis, baby. We did <laughs> get that score. That is so standard for Gabe after what he did in his yeah, rookie season. Just, just quietly not, getting touchdowns all the time.
2: Not great, but get the touchdown. Yep, that's uh that's on yeah. brand so far. Um, my biggest takeaway, like we had touched on Ellis, how are you feeling right now with the uh, Kyler Josh Allen?
1: Yeah, I mean Josh Allen did still get put up 270 seventy uh, over the air plus forty plus on the ground, but Steelers is a tough defense. I was, I yeah, yeah. I get that, 100%. but God, he just he looked a lot like he did his career before last year. You know, just a lot of overthrows making, you know, lot, it seemed like he kind of lost a little bit of his ability to throw some of these deep touch passes. He was he was rifling some of these touch pass, or some of these deep passes that should have been, you know, touch passes so that his receivers could go and chase him down, especially when you got Stefan Diggs. You don't need to be, Stefan Diggs doesn't need to be rifled balls to. He can go chase balls down. So that was the downside of the game that, you know, from what I watched of that game. Doesn't make me feel... Now, I I still think that I would still take, again, for the longevity in Dynasty, I would still take Josh Allen. And he did still put up the 40-plus yards on the ground. But I just need to see... I, I need to see better out of Josh Allen. Yeah. Yep, we all do.
0: Um Steelers side of the ball. Ben Roethlisberger, very average, one ninety and one. Najee, a lot of carries for not a lot of yards. Forty-five yards. Yeah, that's um, the
2: biggest takeaway, I think, just his inefficiency. But it, again, it was line. against the
0: Bills. Yeah, that too. The Bills. Um, Juju, of course, was a uh, you know did his little thing with a uh, four for fifty-two. Deontay Johnson. Yeah, not great. <laughs> no, uh, Deontay Johnson quietly got hurt, came back, scored a touchdown. Uh, Claypool, 45 yards Nothing too exciting when Ben's only Throwing for 188 um, So yeah, we we will see how the Steelers Do against Easier defenses or just Not that they've had <laughs> a little time to Get used to themselves What's uh, no, happening just, there Josh?
2: Just laughing at the uh, comical Van Jefferson Catch <laughs> goes down at the 15 yard line Untouched and then gets up and runs
1: in For the he touchdown falls, so <laughs> Van, Jefferson after, catches, uh, Van Jefferson catches the ball About 60 yards downfield. Down yes. And he yeah. falls to no, the ground. Nobody I mean, touches him, gets expected. up, and finishes it off and wow. scores a touchdown. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, that was expected, especially after Andy Dalton had Cole Komet wide open in the end zone and tried to force it somewhere and it tipped up interception. So, yeah. Yeah. Typical. Good Bears season. Yep. Well, hey. NFC uh, North in 4.
1: It's
0: anybody's yeah. ball game. <laughs> Speaking of NFC North, uh, Niners-Lions. Um, let's start on the Lions side of the ball. Jared Goff, not bad at all. 340 and no, three with yeah, a pick it's, it's a pretty good day uh mostly to tj hawkinson deandre swift both of them had touchdowns uh jamal williams was pretty heavily involved in this game um yes, yes, that is was. an interesting takeaway Amon am and ross ain't brown did a little bit but uh had, a,
1: that, had that huge catch in late in the fourth
0: okay well that's good they're turning to him in the clutch clutch hours um Yandre Swift didn't do a lot on the ground. That's not concerning yet, but just interesting. No, especially um,
2: during the preseason, he had that yeah, quad he, he injury didn't really too. Have so it, to I wasn't expecting a ton from him today. And honestly, the, this was a bigger game than I thought he'd have. I thought it was going to be very, very minimal from him in a heavily Jamal Williams day. So. Yeah,
1: overall, so spe- plenty I mean, of points for the Lions. It, well, just really quick. Just given, like, how this game started out, the the final score looks like it was a close game. I mean, it ended up being an eight-point game uh, as it finished out. I had Lions plus seven and a half, so that pissed me right off. Uh, But, lost that one. Uh, But, given how this game got kind of out of hand pretty early... Uh, I'm not surprised that Swift didn't have a huge game, especially on the ground. And that's why Goff ended up with, with the numbers that he had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of
0: necessity mostly, especially being behind to San Francisco. Junior um, Garoppolo, not a not a bad day, not a great one. I'd say Three, a really sweet one. day. I mean, like yeah, it's sufficient like, It's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's it worth was him keeping that QB1 Yeah, he didn't spot. lose it. Yeah. Um, Elijah Mitchell took the place of the injured Raheem Mostert and the uh, scratch Trey Sermon. Elijah Mitchell did quite well. Yeah, which,
2: what the hell is up with the Trey Sermon? Like, you know that Raheem Mostert can't stay healthy. Why the hell would you have Sermon as a scratch?
0: Yeah, and Jermichael Hasty. Jermichael Hasty.
1: yeah, he contributed too. Like, what?
0: (laughs) He he came away with a touchdown on one carry. Um, Mostert, what was his injury, an ankle thing?
2: Am I getting that right? Dude, it, no, it was a knee. You can, knee. You can, you can name, name anybody, so, you can name any
1: yeah, body right. part and pinky finger. Yeah. Probably be accurate. That Elbow. dude does not no, know how to stay knee. on the field. It's a shame because uh, his talent is is tight. But yeah. just can't yeah. seem My to stay on the field, biggest, man. That's a shame.
2: Biggest takeaway from this game is me being the uh, Devo Samuel yeah. truther. <laughs> Nine catches. Buck eighty nine and a touchdown, four, yeah. twelve targets, pretty just good, uh, a fucking monster.
0: Pretty good start there.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, buddy.
0: Yeah, big time for him. George Kittle, solid eighty yards. Um,
1: otherwise, yeah, not to, not too much else. If, I, I have I, to touch. Okay, so just Ayuk threw up a bagel, zippo, yeah, donut tire whatever circular object you want to to throw out there how Vagina. are you are you downgrading him pre- what did you say
2: don't worry okay
1: i'll catch <laughs> it on the uh, on the listen um you can also <laughs> by the way you can listen on apple podcast spotify i Google <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Anchor. anchor <laughs> um what what do you guys do with with iuke I mean, do you downgrade him for week two and then say what? And then say, I mean, you know, let's see what happens in week two because he's too talented to get to to get nothing.
2: Oh, yeah. And you can't cut him at all. It's I think it was just kind of how the game went. But I I wouldn't start him next week. I mean, he's somebody that you just kind of hopefully you have somebody else that you drafted that you can put in that flex spot or wide receiver two spot and roll at that. But I mean, that's, it's kind of concerning because I mean, they put up 41 points today and
0: I'm, uh, I'm checking the Twitter sphere here and it looks like Shanahan said that because Ayuk had to miss 10 days of camp with a hamstring issue that temporarily lowered his spot on the wide receiver depth chart. Uh, so yeah, I would say bench him in week two and that would have been nice to happens. know
1: before I fucking started him in two <laughs> leagues. You, what a dick. Yeah,
0: yeah that's that's pretty <laughs> shitty. Uh, <laughs> playing it close to the chest. Uh, so yeah, sit him next week and wait until he gets his targets uh, and you know is actually on the field and stuff. Uh, otherwise, Cole
2: Komet baby. Woo-hoo!
0: <laughs> so it sounds like Cole Komet probably fumbled. Uh, let's, let's move on to the. Uh, <laughs> No,
1: it was like a eight yard catch. Yeah, I was gonna Uh, say that. Like that just got them to like what the they got a first down. They're still like at midfield. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I care about. Um, did you see that Falcons?
2: Eagles. Yes, this was another game that this was. I was not expecting this result.
0: Uh, Falcon side of the ball. Holy shit, they suck. Uh,
2: they're so bad. Kyle shits. Right? Am I right?
0: (laughs) He does this week uh yeah four for 31 for him redley only 51 yards mike davis inefficient yeah. 49 yards cordero patterson seven for 54 uh typical cordy p fashion and matt ryan was not great and he didn't throw any picks but he didn't do anything good uh that's really all there is to say on the Falcons side of the ball right now it was just bad and we have to wait and see what that whole team can do
1: yeah i mean kyle pitts did get a lot of targets there were a lot, but he was just yeah, he targets. So yeah. I it or it felt like they were trying to especially especially early on in the game, the yeah. first half, they were really, really trying to get him super involved. So I don't yep. downgrade Pitts at all here. Maddie Ice I do downgrade though. Very much. He looked old. He has I, I, I had an arm strength concern. After seeing last, especially the back half of last season, now going into this season, if you're stuck with him as your QB1, that sucks. It's not going to work out. I'd be willing to bet that whoever your uh,
0: QB2 is, is probably actually better than Matt Ryan. That's now. a pretty good um, chance because he looked pretty good odds. He there. looked brutal. Um, Eagles side of the ball, a little more interesting over there. Uh, Jalen Hurts kind of balled out. Great game. Looking good. Yeah. Fed uh, all of his main targets, Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager, Dallas Goddard. All scored touchdowns. Uh, Smith was the yardage leader at 70. Uh, Miles Sanders was pretty heavily involved. He did a good game. Yeah, a good game. No touchdown but 74 on the ground and uh, 40 in the air. Solid. Uh, Goddard got more targets than Ertz, which I certainly expected, but uh, there were those weird Ertz truthers out there. Um,
2: yeah. It's nice to have that solidified too, to just kind of get that out there. Cause yeah, Ertz was one of those that was a big question mark. Cause he wanted to be traded during the off season. He didn't know. And then he's like, Oh, well yeah, we worked our, we worked it out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's just good like, okay, they're
1: and, probably not going to trade me. I want my yeah. X millions of dollars. Yeah. Pretty understandable to work that out.
0: Uh, worth calling out. Jalen Hurts did run for 62, which is great. Uh, jealous. You got to be feeling pretty good. You said, uh, you've, felt pretty good things for Hurts coming, and he had a good day.
1: Yeah, I, I thought that, J- well, that, that Atlanta defense just showed that they are exactly what they were last year and have been a- since 2019, probably, if not before that. They're useless. They're pointless. Yep, they y- y- the, the only way that Atlanta's going to be competitive is if they're going to win in shootouts, and obviously they only scored six points. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's not going to work out for them. So,
2: Well, and that makes me question it going on from here because Philly doesn't have a top 10 defense. So, Yeah, for them
0: to shut them down to six. What, yeah, is Atlanta going to score any touchdowns? Very this
1: interesting. This is, in see, see, that's what, like, I can't down again, they targeted Pitts a lot. Calvin yep. didn't get the amount of targets that I thought that he deserved. Uh, Mike Davis didn't look Phenomenal, but does he ever really look phenomenal? <laughs> and then He's and, years and they old, were though. also splitting carries him and uh some other guy that you don't I don't even know the name of, so not Keith gonna be fantasy Smith. relevant. Smith or yeah, whatever. Not gonna be Michael relevant. Michael Turner the burner? Uh no, <laughs> no Michael <laughs> Turner. He did not he did not go didn't make that comeback. Oh, yeah. Um no, I, I again I give I give a super hard downgrade to I I Maddie Ice, not, uh, don't start him, ever. I think it's Maddie Water now, because he, he melted <laughs> melted down under the the the, the questionable fire
0: top, of the Rick. Eagles defense. The yes. Eagle just sat on the ice cube and yeah, he melted. That's... <laughs> <through>. uh, yes, <laughs>
1: um, like a, like, like an egg.
0: Laid an
2: ice cube. <laughs> uh, sat on the Maddie well, well, Ice like an egg. Just melted
0: it. <laughs> uh, one last thing on the Eagles' side of the ball. Kenny Gainwell did get nine carries and came away with scored a touchdown. Scored a tutty in the uh, yeah, so
1: inside, I think, at like the six-yard line-ish. Gave it he to may him, be so. someone,
0: I mean, obviously roster him, but he might be someone you could flex eventually. Uh, we'll see it as the season goes on. Um, yep. Otherwise, next up, we got Browns-Chiefs. Uh, another good High scoring game. Yeah, high scoring, and it came out the way you'd think it would with the Chiefs on top. Uh, Mahomes was fantastic, as always. Um, even sc- squeezed a rushing touchdown in there. He was very good for fantasy. Uh, Tyree Kill had yeah, a Yeah, he was. <laughs> Do you
2: want to talk on that more, Eric, since we're playing each other this week?
0: Yeah, no, I, I am not doing well this week, so I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Tyree Kill uh, had 11 receptions for 197-1. He's picking up right where he left off. Travis Kelsey, 76-2, exactly where he left off. Uh, Edwards-Alaire, plenty of touches, uh, just didn't get any touchdowns, came away with roughly 70-plus yards total. Um, I think
2: that's – do you guys see that as the Browns having a very solid defense up front, or is that a concern for you moving on with how Edwards-Alaire's rookie season I think
1: that literally every player in this game performed exactly how I would have expected. I didn't see any break – there's no breakout players – there's no, there's nobody that I'm concerned about. I think that this is exactly how I would have seen this game. Every single player that yeah. we're going to mention, at least, yep. played that exactly how I thought they would. Yep, Great players totally played agreed. great. Average players played average. It, I don't have much else to say beyond that.
0: Uh, let's move to the Browns, then. Baker Mayfield, no touchdowns, one pick on 321 passing uh this this game really was all on the ground for them uh Nick Chubb 83 yards two touchdowns Kareem Hunt 33 yards one touchdown Jarvis Landry ran for a touchdown that is how they stayed in the game as it will be a lot of the time this season so receiving wise not a lot happened Njoku was actually the leading yardage receiver on the team which is he was getting he
1: he got uh he also had two end zone targets that were at least one of them that i saw was a terrible overthrow from baker so i don't know if he's going to if he's trying to get Njoku back into the mix i don't know but uh more or at least more into the mix something to something, was, to, something uh, to maybe monitor though
0: this was odell missed this game just to That's a fact eyes, jack
2: so. And I think one of the biggest takeaways from that was with, like you touched on Eric Odell missing the game, and Donovan Peoples-Jones had one target the whole game for four yards. So, I mean, he was somebody that we were talking about to maybe stash on the end of the bench as a sleeper, and I was expecting him to have a little bit bigger game with OBJ out and it just kind of a dud.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was a collective dud in the passing game besides just some yeah. yardage. But, yeah, target-wise for him to only get one is strange. That's yeah um a
1: lot of uh a lot of tight end targets some running back targets yeah i saw i saw i saw a lot more anthony schwartz out there than i did see dpj so yeah he went
0: three for 69 solid day for schwartz another 17 rushing um something to keep an eye on i don't think there's anything there yet but uh name to be aware of track star more than a football star i think uh Let's uh, move on to Jealous's Next. game of the day: Saints Packers.
1: Yeah, buddy. Did we have to?
0: Let's just quick. We'll we'll move quickly and then we'll let Josh uh, have his fun with it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, one thirty three yards in the air and two picks. That is the worst QB performance that we have mentioned today. Um, Jordan Love played seven, uh, at least enough for seven attempts. He went five for seven for sixty eight. That's interesting. Uh, Ru- Start him. the the rushing game <laughs> <laughs> uh the rushing game didn't exist for them a.j dylan four carries aaron jones five carries kylan hill five carries nobody did anything with it and receiving vanta adams was the leader and that was for 56 yards and nothing else nobody else mattered in this game because everyone was bad because they didn't move the ball saints out of the ball uh james winston incredible on 148 yards passing and four, five 14 completions. Touchdowns. Five touchdowns.
2: <laughs>
0: so Jameis was, was good, uh, to say the least. Alvin Kamara, you know, solid. 83 yards on the ground. Another eight and a touchdown in the air. Good for him. Uh, looks, Tony Jones.
1: Kamara is going to be, he looks so goddamn good. He always looks good. Like, he's yeah, he's cr- he's awesome he's he, like the the it's it's he's so good i let's i i'm done you you guys go ahead all right uh <laughs> well given that they
0: were blowing out the packers so bad tony jones got some time he went for 11 for 50 not bad uh Jameis also picked up another 37 on the ground Receiving wise for the Saints, uh, Deontay Harris, Juwan Johnson, Chris Hogan, and Alvin Kamara all got touchdowns. Juwan
1: Johnson is definitely somebody that boss you might need to look at. Um, He's got two. He had two scores today. Yes, two scores today.
0: And wide receiver converted to tight end.
1: Yep, your boy Rick. That's that's what you like. Is I those do. Receivers I, that's the, moving to tight end.
0: That's my favorite type of tight end. Is one who's meant to catch the ball. Yep. Uh, Marquez Callaway did not do a lot, and that makes me sad. But he was shadowed he was, by yeah. Alexander. So, though, so, so I so thought. So he got
1: the first. He got Jameis's first pass. They started off one for one. First pass was to Callaway for however many yards. Fourteen. Fourteen yards. I was gonna say it was definitely a first down, and so I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> like the like, were <laughs> gonna get torched. And then that was. And then that was it. Yeah. Got the. I think got. Alexander I think he treatment. got one other target, and yes, that was right. and that was it. Yeah, yep. but the Packers did forget to
0: <laughs> cover everyone else.
1: <laughs> cover but, uh, everyone else, yeah. or defend the run, Deate or Harris. not throw interceptions, <laughs> or not punt when they're at like you know try to get outside their own like you know fifteen yard line. They were shit. The Packers collectively had the yips today. Uh, I hope that I hope that those yips are cured by week two. It was so yeah. pathetic. <laughs> Devontae still led the team in yards, but it felt like every pass it it just felt like it was either going to MVS or Tunyon. Like I, I felt like there was a severe lack of getting Devontae involved. There were actually more targets for MVS than there were for Devontae. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like, crazy. That's what I'm talking about. Like it's how? like, this should not... This cannot happen. Devontae... Best... I mean, arguably the best receiver in football. And... Why don't... You know, him and Rodgers have a obviously an incredible relationship, an incredible rapport. What the hell are they doing Thrown to MVS? Again... <laughs> This is, I mean, is Rogers out here going and trying to make a point saying, okay, why don't, instead of you guys taking a first round receiver, let me show you what it looks like when I have to throw to my second receiver that isn't Devontae Adams and see how this works out. I don't know. I feel like this is a super cryptic year for Rogers where he's going to just, I don't even know if he's going to try to win games or if he's just going to be out there trying to like prove his point (laughs) the entire year.
0: Huh. yeah yeah not pretty in game one uh we will see I
2: mean I loved it
0: <laughs> yeah I bet that was a blast to watch their gel uh let's <laughs> move on not, Broncos Giants what a disgusting sound of a game <laughs> that is uh Broncos out of the ball Teddy Bridgewater did exactly what you'd expect 264 and two no picks no picks uh, that's like, that's she, what you expect no picks that's the that's the Teddy treatment uh Melvin Gordon very efficient 11 carries one oh one and one touchdown solid day. More carries for Javante Williams though. 45 yards total though. Yes. Not, uh, not great, but great to see the carries. So we'll see
1: how that continues to progress. Um, for all of Fangio's fighting for his job. So I yeah. would not be surprised if, if he continues to feed Melvin, if Melvin's going to be the more efficient back. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll see, uh, see how that shakes out with, with that going forward. Um, Let's see, Tim Patrick and. By
1: the way, all three AFC West teams start off one and zero. All four NFC North teams start off zero and four. Hey, or zero one. Justin Fields is back in again, so don't uh-huh. don't tell yeah, us, us out 10-0. yet. I'm just. I guess I'm projecting hey. on the uh, on the Bears losing.
0: Uh, all right, Broncos receivers. We got uh, Jerry Judy doing his thing, six or seventy-two. No offense. However, six
1: sixty-two. Judy suffered an injury, he's likely to be oh, out that's right. six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Totally forgot. I mean he looked wow.
2: he looked great today too, which is very frustrating. Super frustrating. But it's yeah. It's yeah. unfortunate. But fire up your Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick had a great year last year it, and he'll yeah. step right into that role and be yeah. Yep. Touchdown today. Not proud to put him in your lineup, but he'll be efficient for you. Yeah.
0: You don't it doesn't have to be pretty. Um, nope. I think uh, you know, I was saddened by the lack of use for Cor- Cortland Sutton, but this is also his first game back from ACL injury. So,
1: do you have KJ Hamler in front of you?
0: I mean, he's not at my apartment.
1: <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that. Do you have <laughs> his numbers?
0: Three for forty-one. Three
1: for forty-one. So Tim Patrick seems to be this Timmy Timmy P. Yeah, Tim Timmy P. seems like Four he's for the one to pick up those two, or between those two.
2: I would say,
0: yeah, I mean, Patrick will be the guy on the outside for sure to take the place of Judy. Hamler Hamler will stay in the the slot. slot. And uh, Sutton will be on the outside too as he keeps getting healthier. I have no idea how he actually felt on the field today, but uh, yeah, not a pretty fantasy day for anyone that did have to start him. Um, Otherwise, yeah, not a ton uh, on the Broncos side of the ball. Giants side, Daniel Jones got his uh, classic garbage time. (laughs) Yeah. Rushing touchdown, start to steal your thunder, Rick. Standard for Lego man. Oh no, I wanted you to. That was great. Uh, otherwise, through the air, he went two sixty seven and one. So that's uh, he didn't throw any picks. That's kind of shocking. Uh, he did lose a fumble, which that's is also the part
1: that isn't shocking. That is what is the, <laughs> right on. <laughs> that oh. that's, that's literally like what he's know, that, that, He's it, back it, on pace. Oh yeah. 100%. He has a legacy. A legacy in the NFL. It's for fumbling. <laughs>
0: He will have the highest fumbles per game of any player ever. Like, are you kidding me? Uh, Saquon Barkley, dog shit. (laughs) Anything
1: outside (laughs) of that?
0: No. No. He
2: had ten carries
1: for twenty-six yards. Oh
2: my! My laugh there was for the fact that the Bears have gone for it on fourth down twice in the first quarter, and Andy Dalton just got shelled and fumbled.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, good. That's, uh, uh, that's pretty classic. Um, no, is there I baseball thing, season yet? So I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm questioning... Like, I know going into the game, they said that Saquon was going to be limited, but he was given 10 carries, and he went for 2.6 per. I They have a terrible offensive line. Very inefficient, yeah. Do, I mean he's not going to be a reliable i don't at least the first half of this year i would say or maybe the first 4 to 6 weeks i don't know if you can trust him as your rb1 now if you took him he has to be he has he is to your be your rb1 <laughs> but he, yeah. but you might be in trouble so i might be in trouble
2: basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's why I was out on him all preseason just with some of the guys that were in his range like we like you had touched on gel we we picked Austin Eckler in one of our leagues that we were helping out a buddy and and I mean yeah he was hurt obviously tore his ACL last season was questionable coming into this week and played so I mean his workload we all knew wasn't going to be great but like you guys had touched on I mean that offense is just absolutely dog shit and it's it's going to be tough sliding for him this year. It's He's somebody that has all the potential in the world, and you had to draft him early, but I, I think you're going to be very, very, very disappointed with him this year.
0: Uh, if there was a bright spot on the Giants offense, it was Sterling Shepard. Seven for one. <laughs> Everybody saw that coming. Seven for 113 and one <laughs> on nine targets. That is pretty great. Otherwise, yeah. just what you'd expect Kenny Galladay, 64 yards. Darius Slayton, 65. He did look
1: really. Slayton did look really sweet on that touchdown catch. He bounced off a guy and made a sw- made a pretty contested catch bounced off a guy and was able to make it in. So and pretty sweet touchdown. Something everybody him. else
2: everybody saw coming to Kadarius Tony with two catches for negative 2 yards.
1: Yeah, I believe I got a
0: sleeper update that said he was going to be uh potentially heavily involved in week 1. Yeah, heavily
1: involved <laughs> in the <laughs> negative uh yardage car- category. Shout out to
0: sleeper. Yep. Good good news there. Uh Dolphins pass Let's look at the dolphins side of the ball. Tua had a very Tua day. Two hundred yards, a touchdown, a pick. That's the rush I mean, for a touchdown. To, oh rushing he did. He did. You're right. One yard, one touchdown. Um <laughs> he, he did get the uh the, the bill treatment though, which is never fun for any young quarterbacks. Um rushing Miles Gaskin had forty nine yards. Everyone else didn't really do anything. So that's not exciting at all. But again, Patriots with their defense back from COVID. Hideout. Yeah, uh, they're they're going to be solid against everyone this year. Uh, receivers, Devontae Parker was the leader with eighty-one yards. Jalen Waddle got a touchdown and sixty-one yards. And after that, nobody really did anything. Um, I think given that they played the Pats, all of this is exactly what I would have thought. Any anything stick out to you guys as weird or
1: fun or? I wouldn't shock. I waddle, mean, it just... wouldn't shock me if these are typical numbers throughout the year. You might have a you might have a Waddle, you know. If he catches a sixty-yarder plus the work that he did yeah, today, a then game. then that could bump up. But Devontae Parker, I wouldn't. This is going to be probably his typical production. I don't know about. I still don't know about the Dolphins running back situation. And Tua's gonna, yeah. like you said, Rick Tua Tua. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I and he was facing he was facing Bill Belichick. So yeah. Hopefully, hopefully well there's more ben, upside there, but I don't think you're... I mean, you're not going to see dynamic performances out of two, I don't think.
0: Probably yeah. not until he faces some cupcake defenses.
2: I think one of my biggest takeaways from this game was the fact that you had somebody that was kind of a late-round pick flyer at tight end position, Mike Gasicki going the the old bagel yeah. <laughs> two targets, so... I mean, he did not help you at all today. If you're starting him, and it was a close game, so it wasn't anything with uh, game script or anything like that. I mean, two targets from Gasicki. I mean, it's somebody that you might want to look to pivot right now. I mean, he had great games with Tua last year, but it's not going to be something that's consistent. So that that kind of worries me.
0: Yeah.
1: Robert Woods, by the way, is wearing number two. So if you see a number two, maybe he on has the Rams, to poop.
2: That must be it. That's
0: Bobby Trees. Bobby <laughs> trees uh patriots side of the ball mac jones did exactly what you thought he would do 281 and one pretty efficient uh nothing too exciting out of him less than 10 yards per completion uh damian harris did exactly what you thought 23 for 100 no touchdowns a couple catches nelson aguilar was the uh breadwinner of the receivers with 72 and one <laughs> Which and is just everyone, so sad. Everybody <laughs> saw that coming. <laughs> <And laughs> so everyone, so everyone else was everyone else is pretty quiet. James White, six catches, Jacoby Myers, six catches, Johnny Smith five, and none of them had more than fifty yards. Hunter Henry, three for thirty one. Mostly a pretty gross receiving core besides Aguilar in this one. Um any Patriots takeaways before we uh keep on
1: keeping on? Yeah, Josh, what were you saying about no. Damien Harris?
2: No, I just said it was very kind of pedestrian that, like Eric had touched on, is what you kind of expected. Heavily involved in the run game, 23 carries, and then just 100 yards. So, I mean, you average 4.3 a carry, but it was... Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's it's great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's solid. Just, I mean, he's just not just your RB1 be, one on anybody's team. Yeah, but, It's yeah. going yeah. it to be worth starting
1: primarily him, like between three and seven-yard rushes. He's not one that's going to break one for, you know, a 45-yard run typically yep. he's gonna you know yeah he, but he may get just only enough work on the ground to only be relevant only in that take way away. only takeaway
2: from this game is i think eric the last episode you'd ask john new or gerald everett and you guys went john new and i went everett and yeah
0: from a I'll leave it there from a receptions and yardage standpoint uh johnny was the winner it's just Correct. that the uh, touchdown goes your way so yeah i, see, I still see arguments both ways We'll uh,
1: see arguments our way, Rick. Uh,
0: yes, I, I sure do. Um, I'll take the points. Otherwise, <laughs>
1: Thursday Night Football
0: this week, since uh, this will be you know, the, the only episode we publish before Thursday Night Football hits, uh, we get a fantastic game of the Giants versus Bard the Burner. football team. Uh, <laughs> NFC East showdown on Thursday Night Football. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and sit all of my Giants, except... I. I don't even want to start Saquon jealous. Are you, you're a Saquon owner. What are you doing? I don't. I. I can't wait to watch you vomit over this decision.
1: I, I am currently vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I. Yeah, Eckler had a pedestrian day, and so what do you do with Saquon coming off of off the of the game his today? dog
1: hole of a day? <laughs> um, I. You have to start him, right? I'm going to probably, I I, I probably have to throw him in there, but I'm going to see what my my other options are. I don't, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to probably start him, but I'm not going to love it. I'll leave it at that. I am expecting a (laughs) low amount of, not, not, obviously won't be peak Saquon or anything like that it's going to be a low scoring game. I could see it being the exact same score of today's game of today's, uh, LA giants game. So I'm not, not going to be thrilled about it, but I probably have to throw him in just for the potential of him busting one out. That's it. That's Um, busting a long run, not busting. Yes. Yes. Something else.
0: Yes. Uh, are we comfortable saying that we would still prefer to not start any Giants receivers, yes Sterling Shepard having a yeah. good day. Facts on facts. Yeah,
2: correct. Don't. Yeah, don't I think yet. that was an anomaly. Yeah. Yep. Wait. Wait. That's not necessarily a trend. Yes. Uh... See
0: if
1: that. See, <laughs> yes. see if that persists. It probably again. Won't. It was the one um, touchdown pass. So, and they've they yeah. they're still sharing the load yeah. amongst a number of receivers. So no. uh,
0: Washington side of the ball going to be a lot more interesting. Um, fire up your Antonio Gibson. Uh, yes, they won't have Fitzpatrick. You're not going to start Heineke. Uh, McLaurin, you can no. It, <laughs> Please, what, what do you think of what do you think of McLaurin next week? I mean, he's going to get James Bridbury, which won't be great.
2: Uh, yeah, and he didn't do I a think... ton today. I mean, you drafted Terry, though, to be your wide receiver right. one or two, right. so I don't you only think bench him if you're a receiver. Yeah, yes. If you went heavy receiver, I think you maybe can bench him there, but otherwise you have to fire him up and hope for a touchdown. Yeah. But, yeah, Bradbury's going to be on him, and it's going to be kind of shut down. And maybe Logan Thomas is somebody you look yeah. at for a it's tight just still- end flex, but it's still Heineke there. I mean, he had a great – playoff game but it's yeah it's washington's offense we'll see how long fits is out for but it's definitely taking a hit with heineke coming in
0: mm-hmm. yeah so mostly that's the antonio gibson show on thursday and not a whole lot else going on
1: which um, is also kind of scary because that i mean the giants have very few strengths but they've got a couple sweet d linemen and blake martinez as their middle linebacker so it, I, I just see this being a very low-scoring game. It's, yeah, yeah, it won't it's be. It's gonna be a struggle to watch. That's for sure.
0: Um, since uh, this will be our last episode before most people have waivers go through, what are a couple names that stick out to you guys as people actually worth picking up this week? And if you have a few, throw them in order for me so we can. Uh, give the listeners some ideas. Some names that come to mind for me were, um, you know, see what the 49ers situation is at running back. Elijah Mitchell might be a name that needs to be rostered everywhere. I don't know if they're going to tell us why Trey Sermon was not playing today, but uh, I think I think Elijah Mitchell probably has to be owned.
2: Yeah, I think so ruler. right now. Absolutely with that. And I expect – I. There wasn't anything in the preseason that suggested that Sermon was hurt at all. It might have just been that they thought Mostert was going to stay healthy, and I don't know. Maybe Shanahan got confused and thought that you could redshirt Sermon. I don't, I don't really know, but it didn't really <laughs> make any sense to me why he wasn't active today. Other than if there was some injury that they just didn't want to let us know about, if Mostert's out, I expect Sermon to have just a huge game, but. Yeah, otherwise, I mean, there wasn't any huge quarterback injuries today. I mean, like you touched on, Eric, you're not starting Heineke and it yeah. Wasn't wasn't a ton out there today.
1: Yeah, the I guess the two that I go to are gonna be Jameis. If he's available, which he is available in a couple of leagues that I'm in, you might wanna throw you might want to grab him to possibly be your your number two quarterback and see how, see how that shakes out for the rest of the year. Hopefully, or, you know, for as a Packer fan, hopefully that's just an anomaly. And Jameis doesn't, isn't that good against everybody, but he put up some really sweet numbers. He was incredibly efficient. So I think you have to look at maybe picking up Jameis as to be your second quarterback. And then Christian Kirk, I hate that I have to say this cuz but he had two <laughs> touchdowns. So some somebody to possibly consider for yeah, I mean you, uh, Arizona's going to be throwing the ball all season if long. If you have trash on your bench, Kirk is you
0: could do worse than Christian Kirk. Exactly. to to sit out there as a maybe flex guy sometimes. And then
1: I I have um, I have a little bit of intrigue on Gio uh Gio Bernard beat okay. just because Rojo Ronald Jones has been I mean he was basically saw zero percent or I mean he didn't really see much of the field and then when it was obvious passing situations it was Bernard coming in I don't know if he'll be a James White type for like in terms of production but he's the James White type that Brady made relevant when mm-hmm. he was when Brady was still in New England so just check you yeah know, those are the three guys I guess that I could that I could follow you know I definitely agree on uh
0: on Jameis too I, mm-hmm. at this point he might as well be rostered everywhere unless you're only rostering one QB at a time he should be a QB two
2: for someone um yep. with you good matchups maybe even... that he starts Start him next week too. He plays the Panthers and That'd be great. Zach Wilson. Had a good game as his first start as a rookie. So yep. yeah. I think he's somebody you could put in and flex if your quarterback isn't that great.
0: Yeah. Josh, any other names for you or uh good to wrap this
2: baby up. Yeah, I think we're good to wrap it up. All right. Maybe Jordan Love. I don't I don't know. <laughs> start him next week. <laughs> he, did, he, did, uh, he did go
1: five for seven in his uh in his regular season debut, so Probably shouldn't, but you know, no, that was a total joke <laughs> and just wanted you to tilt as a pack. I fan. am not very happy with Aaron Rodgers right now, so uh, yeah. Uh, do we, do we,
0: uh, we already covered our, our channels that we're on, uh, in the middle of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we got that yep. in uh, that again. Everywhere, just that for, you just could for a reminder, to a that's Apple Anchor Podcast, and, yeah, Spotify, iHeart. Uh, Google Pods on Anchor as well, presenting spot uh, presenting podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Deadarm Sports. Use that hashtag DAS. Hit us up in the uh, in the DMs on both of those platforms. We'll get back to you. We'll throw you on the show. You could call us, and we'll record your. I we have the option on Anchor if you leave us a voicemail. We can put that recording into the show. So maybe that's an option as well for a question. So if you want to hear your voice on, uh, on the podcast.
2: Nice. And uh, going back to that promotion that I was sporting now, uh, thanks to my awesome fiance, we have the capabilities now to make this a real thing. And uh, anybody that writes us a review on any of our platforms screenshot that dm us and i will send you some uh sticker swag in the mail so just provide a screenshot of that review and send that to me via dm with your address we'll send you some stickers out in the mail shout out to uh moon tower podcast for austin fc they gave me this idea so it's a great uh if you're a Austin FC fan for soccer, it's a little plug for them. They were the ones that gave me the uh, gave me the idea for this. So I appreciate it and a uh, great listen as well. But uh yeah, so write us a review, screenshot it, send it to us, we'll send you some stickers in the mail. Hell yeah.
0: All right. Well, that'll uh wrap it up for for week one so far. Any uh, Bears updates as you're looking at the screen there, Josh? Uh they blow. <laughs> I hope okay. Fields comes in soon. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Well, we can all uh, tune into that for the rest of that game. And uh, otherwise, yeah, we will uh, catch you on the next one, update you for week two, and happy football season.
1: Happy football
2: season. Bear down, literally.
1: (laughs) Bear down. (laughs) (laughs)